This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. If you find you don't know where to go, just listen to this podcast show. These two Jews who will tell you just what you should do. The shows if I were you. What is that song? Billy Joel, everyone. Is no. that Billy Joel? <laughs> that it does is, sound like Billy Joel. It's the British Office theme song. Oh. Set. Billy Joel sang on that. Oh, that's Over what it was. the British Office song and then sent he it in. He was such a that fan. That was Billy Joel. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. No, this is the person that wrote that was Billy Joel submitting <laughs> a parody. You guys know of Billy Joel? He didn't do the, Billy Joel didn't do the music. Do you guys know Billy no. Joel tried to kill himself? Really? Yeah. How many wow, times? Dark. A long time ago. Needlessly dark. A long time ago. It's just an interesting fact. That Is that he, what the piano we is about? We Devastating not, Yeah, we could, have, we could have not ever known his amazing full catalog. Isn't the, he succeeded. Isn't Sing Us a Song You're the Piano Man about like drinking himself to death or something? Uh, it's about other people drinking themselves to death in an old piano bar that he used to work at. Got it. Anyway, that was Jacob Legrand, who's written a bunch of theme songs for us. He just sounds like Billy Joel. Uh, and that one was to the UK office theme song. Murph, he's back. Oh, yes. yeah, boys. You, Episode 300. Well, actually, it's, we, we got you it, in, guys. We got you in right under that because yeah. we really wanted yeah. to get to you before 300. And 299. 299. Which is not bad. 299. It's still a marquee episode that's, number. Because yeah, I was on episode one. 100 and episode 200. 199. So it Weird yeah. that you guys would break the pattern on the third one. Well, we wanted to. We try to get you in in every century, and we do. So we got yeah. you on episode nine nine one nine nine, and now two nine nine. You seem pissed. Is, I'm devastated. <laughs> honestly, between that and the Billy Joel fact, <laughs> I don't know how you know rebound. From I don't know that. if I'll recover. Is it okay if I'm just quiet for an hour? <laughs> Silent. You never talk again the rest of the show. <laughs> that would be a that'd be a good bit. Be a bad podcast, but a good bit. Such a funny bit. That's if we could only get you for two minutes, we would do that bit. Yeah. There'd be on the Jake and Amir subreddit in a few years. They'd be like, "The one where Murph didn't talk is an underrated <laughs> classic." I kind of think it's funny on the uh, on a re-listen. Yeah, <laughs> you can hear him breathing. Uh, you were saying that you might not have seen us since episode one ninety nine, which is like almost two years ago. Yeah, it's insane. A yeah, sad behind the scenes fact. Yeah, yeah. it is. The kind old of... college humor crew doesn't hang out as much as we used to. Oh, that's well, are you guys all friends in real life? Um, I mean, I still like him. Yeah. <laughs> 
I feel like I, I I do feel like college humor is like is is a family, and that it's just like you might not see your brother for a while, yeah. or like your cousin or something. Yeah, but you still like them. But you still <laughs> deeply love them. It's oh, true. yeah. Oh, well. oh. Amir, right. I see him every day, and he hates my fucking yeah. guts. But yeah. I, I do feel the same way. It is, it's weird. I think because we just have like such a rich shared history. Yeah, because I mean, there was there, there were so many years of just we were all working together, and then we we're all hanging out after work. We'd all go to all of the same parties. We'd all uh, yep. like drink at the same bars every weekend. A yeah. lot of us lived together. Yeah. Yeah, literally, there was a few years where um, I was living in what was dubbed the College Humor Dorm with wow. like Alex Watt, Alex Schmidt, Hallie Cantor. Oh yeah, Emily was there in Los Feliz, right? Uh, no, that was in uh, that was in New York still. Or in Park yeah, Slope. it was in Park Slope. Oh, I went to that housewarming party. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good time. Holy cow! And now you only see Emily all the time. Now I only see Emily all the time because you you wifed her. I wifed her, and we worked together. So you have a wife and a and a partner and a writing partner and a co-writer My and a co-worker. slash comedy partner. It's beautiful. Yeah. All in one magical moment. Yeah. Do you guys uh, have a dog? We have two cats. <gasps> I'm a cat guy now. Hold that thought uh-huh. because our first question <laughs> that was such is an aggressive way to say I'm that. a cat guy now. <laughs> like then I'm a cat guy now. Come at me. Uh <laughs> Obviously, Murphy been here before. You know this is an advice show. Uh, if I were you, the only advice show on the internet, hosted by Jake and I. Sometimes just me and Jake. Sometimes we have our friends. Every hundred episodes, boom, like clockwork, Murph rolls in. Oh, boom, yeah. boom, right. boom. 100, 200, 300. Well, minus 99. one, minus one, minus right. one, yep. baby. Uh, this guy wrote a question in, and it's about cats, and I thought it would be perfect for you. Wow. Because, like you said, you're a cat person now. Okay. Uh, were you trolling my Instagram a little bit? A little bit. Yeah? All yeah. Right. First time lurker. In- well, I don't like to see you in person, <laughs> but I'm trying to keep up, keep up with what you're doing. Man. Tabs at the very least. Uh, so do you got a fake guy's name for this cat guy? Yeah. Um, Bruce. Is that the name, name of your cat? <laughs> cat's name. Good man. I'm moving to New York City for work, writes Bruce. I'm single and in my early 20s. I was thinking of getting a cat and started looking up cat information. Since I'll be at work most of the days and frequently out with friends in the evenings, I want a cat that's pretty low maintenance. Looking online, I read that if you're not at home a lot, it's a good idea to have a second cat so that they can keep each other entertained. Yes. So now (laughs) I'm looking at getting two cats. Does that make me a crazy cat person? Will girls want to date me if they know I own two cats? Are two cats cock blockers? Help. Thanks for the advice. Love, Bruce, and what's your other cat's name? Bowie. Bruce Bowie. Very nice. Uh so you're 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 pro two cats, right? Super pro two cats. They are two cats is no more work than one cat. Zero. Zero more work. Zero, I, I don't think so. I mean, you gotta clean their litter box like once a day. Yeah. And other than that, they kind of take care of themselves. You feed them. Right. Super low maintenance. Just, and you don't have to feel bad if you have two cats if you're like, you know, a situation where you're at work and then you go out and you do a podcast and then you get home late or whatever. So cats are this crazy animal that like we just get to have and it doesn't even have to go outside. They're it your just roommate. shits in the house They're your and roommate. Then, like you they throw just, it away. You just hang out with them. Why, why is it that cats don't need any of that and dogs do? Is it like what they were descended from? Yeah, I think they're just... Or if you just left a dog inside for three years, it would also learn to chill. <laughs> I think, like, dogs dogs would just instantly eat all of their food and, like, barf and then shit in the house and eat their own... They would just... 
They just would go ape shit instantly. So dogs are drunk cats. Yeah, I think cats have cats have better survival instincts. Like they know, like if the you're dog out of the house, really needs you, they'll eat. Yeah, they'll eat when they need to eat. They'll poop when they need to poop in their place. All right. Um, but as far as coming off as a weird cat guy, I will say he'll probably get points with the people that he would actually connect with. You know what oh, I mean? So oh, so you, you alienate cats. 50% of people, but then you endear the other 50%. It's better to just do But there are people that. that weren't cat people to start with and then love the cats. <laughs> you always hear stories like that. Yeah. I, 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 part of me thinks that as a like a single dude having two cats, yeah, you have the more difference. cats you're than married. people living in you're the house. You're married. So is this is a little here's weird. the thing: if Emily left me, I would keep the cats. If I lost the cats, I would get two more cats. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's a question for you: you I would lose... start a cat farm if I could. <laughs> you lose your cats. Wait, did you grow up with cats? No. Okay, so this is a new thing. This for you. So thing. you love the cats that much that you would you want? Do you want more? Do you want a third cat? I would love to have. Like six cats, six cats, <laughs> what? six cats. I would like to. <laughs> what would you do I would like them? to buy like a trailer park, and live in one of the trailers, and then just have eight trailers for uh, cats to hang out in. Okay. What, what and would they're you like do my with neighbors. them? What would you'll what, go in and pet them? Yeah, you just pet them. You hang out with them. They so, want to play. Let me ask you this. Yeah, you lose your two cats. Are you devastated like you lose a dog? Yes, super devastated. Super devastated. Yeah, you I lose would... one cat, you're devastated like you Ab- lost a dog. Absolutely. Yeah. Same level. So m- more. Interesting, because in my mind, people lose cats they're like, oh, that's what's going to happen. It's an alley cat. Let's get another cat. Well, but the dogs, it's like, oh, I lost my best friend. Sure. I, would... I took care of that little fucker. Yeah, <laughs> I walked him. I picked up his shit. I would feel more. I also have, and here's also a benefit to getting two cats, is I feel like they become more social because they're with each other. So they also see like, like uh, the our cats are brother and sister. So they'll see like, when we first adopted them, they probably were like, oh, okay, well, my brother trusts them, so I'll trust them. And also, they, like, learn to, when they're playing with each other, they learn to not use their claws or bite super hard because they, like, yelp at each other and shit. Huh. So it's good to have to <laughs> do you that. Do you jump around and, and wrestle with them? No. Um, what do you, when you say play, how do you, how do they you just play? Like to, they just, like, run around. You get, like, uh, a stri- you know, like, a, toy, rather- like a string type Situation. You would rather do that than watch TV? You don't, but that's the thing is that the cats will just play with each other. You don't even need to play with them if you don't want to. <laughs> so if, they'll just you go teach sit one, on your lap. Can you teach one cat to feed the other one? <laughs> you want It'd to be Chicago, hard for them to open the can. You went to Chicago for three months. Do you just leave it with a cat feeder? Or no, do you they just fucking eat? came with us. How dude. do you bring a cat to Chicago? Put them in, uh, we bought uh, expensive cat backpacks. Uh-huh, cat packs? Uh, yep. Backpacks? Packed them in some cat packs. Uh-huh. Do they just pop their little heads out the back? Um, there is a, uh, there's like a little vent thing that can be like an astronaut helmet. That's like a, uh, a bulb, a, a bulb sort of that they can like stick their faces out and look, we got those, brought them on the plane. They came and lived with us in Chicago while we were shooting a hot date for like three months. No big deal. No big deal. I Where'd mean, you guys live? You're like in an Airbnb that allowed cats. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was dope. So, <laughs> I didn't care about it shooting a TV anyway, show. Cats just, are great. <laughs> I had the cats. So you're all in on cats. You're saying two cats is I'm all weird. in on two cats for sure. And I, I do Did think you say that Tupac some... Shakur. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually, that was Tupac's original name was two cats for sure. But so many people misheard it that he just had to go with it. 
My that's the one that cats. that's what stuck. Yeah, dude, it's a somebody misheard it once right. and I just but wrote you, it down at the DMV incorrectly. You guys would think this guy was a crazy cat man, right? I don't know if you had two cats. I think two it's a is little, not crazy. I think no. one is charming and two is weird. Two's two is two seems like a bit much. So I will say he might meet some resistance, but I do think that people would think it was charming, even you, though... You'll like, still you'll still charm some people, but I feel like one cat's going to charm more people, and I think that the cat is going to be fine being on its own. You could, like, you you know, adopt a cat that prefers to be on its right. own. Right, but if you think about, like, a faceless cat man, mm-hmm. it's easy to judge that cat man. But if you just had a friend named Darren who really loved cats, doesn't Darren seem like a nice guy? Uh, yeah, and I'd be like, Darren, yeah, if you yeah. want to get laid, you should really just have one cat. <laughs> <laughs> and Darren, you're my good friend. So we're one against one. Amir's kind of in the middle here. Yeah, I could see two cats. I think three is a little excessive. Two is that you're a, one cat is you're being kind of mean to a cat. It's there, like a, a cat by itself might, in your apartment. Right, because they just stay inside all day. Yeah. Well, some cats want to be alone. There are, there are cats that can't be adopted. They have to be the only cat. Oh, but yes, I will say if you're going to adopt cats, adopt litter mates because sometimes they're like bonded to each other. So it's sad to break them up anyway. Right. And they already like each other. I mean, we had, when I was growing up, I had six, seven, eight. At one point, I think we had nine cats. We had a ton of cats. Six kids and nine cats. Yeah. And we had lice everywhere. Two dogs, a rabbit. We had like a ton of pets because my parents couldn't say, or my mom couldn't say no because I'm so sweet. I'm a special little boy and I want another (laughs) cat. And I want mice and I want a snake and I don't want them to eat each other, mother. So keep them separate. (laughs) I want a bunny, mother. Mommy, <laughs> adopt me a monkey. So we had, but we had so many cats and there were cats that didn't like each other. So like mm. Penny and Maddie couldn't even be in the same room. So you have to be careful. Like he can't just go and adopt two separate no, cats don't, and don't be like, all right, randos. you guys both live in my house now. Cause they'll fight and claw and fuck with each other. And what, your cats don't do that? No. Oh, they, they like, cats. they like play. They'll roll around. Are they best friends or are they like chill, independent, <clears throat> independent cats? Um, they're best buds, but you know they need their space every once in a while. <laughs> Have you ever grounded one? Has one ever been a mean little kitty? They're they're pretty good. They're Has honestly Bruce really ever good been cats, a nasty boy? And I'm really proud of my cats <laughs> for being such good boys and such good girls. You think you've done something? You think you yeah, the I way know, you I, have you know them is I think it's part them. that I'm just a great cat dad and part <laughs> that they're just good cats you know <laughs> how often you feed the cat uh, twice a day morning and a night morning and a night they poop in the litter well I'm I'm Emily feeds them and I'm <laughs> the shit collector that's the <laughs> that's kitty litter job. right that's a kitty litter yeah and then they shit in the rocks you pick up the rocks and you throw away the you rocks got, yeah you got like a little shovel scooper that you throw out. Here's how smart cats are. Trash? One time, Emily was cleaning out the litter while I wasn't there, um, and the cat was like freaking out because he needed to piss while she was cleaning. He jumped in the tub and pissed down the drain. Wow! Yeah. I had to, all my cats used to piss in the tub Fucking, too. How do they know? How do they know? How? How do they know to do the litter? There was, there was a time where my cat was only shitting in the tub, and it was pretty upsetting. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. yeah. Well, the shit, that's <laughs> yeah. not good. That's you have that, actively bad. You have that photo of your cat in a little, uh, he had a shower cap and a little uh, a sponge on a stick, and yeah. he was in the bathtub with his arms behind his back and was like acting like a little diva. Uh-huh. And you said, and she's like, can you please knock before entering? <laughs> that's right. And there was a, a turd. By her feet. Yeah, she was taking a shit in the tub. Just smeared under her ass. She's rolling in it. Uh, all right. So I'll say 
Over the over under is two and a half cats. Yeah. You want to stay get, under? Get two cats for you, man. <laughs> you don't That's need to get laid if you have cats, yeah, and they will be just for you. you. Got friends now, man. <laughs> How long do cats live for? Is it like dogs? They they live longer than dogs. You know, I just looked up the other day uh, the oldest cat that ever lived. Would you guys care to venture a guess? We all read your I think story. Thirty four years old. Uh, I'll go under thirty four. Twenty eight. The answer is thirty two. Ooh, okay. right in between the two. Yeah, I don't know who wins <laughs> at that point. Murph goes over, so technically you win, right? I win by prices, and, right? And rules. I also looked up the oldest dog, and the oldest cat did outlive the oldest dog. The how oldest how dog old was the oldest dog? I think Nine. 27 or 28. Uh, 27. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. A 27-year-old dog? Yeah. <laughs> that, dog, that dog went to college, then went to med school, and did a couple years in its yeah. residency. That dog was begging for death, I bet, by age 22. I, it's like, yeah, cats, it's six years were just fucking hell on earth. Cats can live like cartoonishly long, just regular cats. So they can live to be like 18 or 19, and that's kind of normal. Yeah. So to hear that one's 30, it's just like, okay, that's the outlier. But when a dog is living to be 27, you think of an average dog, the average dog's like 12 or 13. Yeah, double. Which is, it is just, <laughs> it's just torture. He can't be enjoying yeah, himself. He might have even been 29 now that I think yeah. about it. That's like and a 240-year-old human. A cat I trust a little bit more to like run off into the woods and die when they're supposed to. Yeah. But a dog, you know, is just staying alive for their owner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Much to just, the... It's like basically not beneficial to the owner anymore. It's pure surgery yeah. <laughs> that's keeping it alive. Uh, all right. Next question that's not cat-related, if you're okay with that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, right. it's episode 300. Any questions, welcome. I got a it, This is a good, a, a shorty, but, yeah. but a good one. You got a uh, guy's name. Oh, okay. Um, book and. That's good. All right. Book and <laughs> writes. My girlfriend is cheating on me, and I have no idea what to do. I have been racking my brain for weeks, and then I thought Jake and Amir would know, will know what to do. So here I am. Oh no! <laughs> is there vague? <laughs> what is he? What do? What would you do? I thought this was kind of interesting because it's like you find out your lady is cheating on you. What do you do? Do you say, "All right, sit down and have a serious conversation"? Do you kind of troll them a little bit? Do you say, "Hey, is there anything you want to tell me?" Do you cheat on them and then have them catch you and then you're like, "What are you mad about?" What's what's wrong? Have you ever done this before? Do you play some sort of weird twisted game where you, 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 it's like... A, I guess that's what this guy is asking is like, what? how can I get revenge? I'm getting, <laughs> yeah. he's revenge or end it. Right. I think the most boring thing to do is to be like, hey, I know you're cheating on me. I think we should break up. Well, yeah. that's, but that's, a, that's definitely what you what should you do. Should do. <laughs> I was just like, I, get, I would be emotionally devastated and have yeah. a very real conversation and end the relationship. That's end it. Not funny or fun. Yeah, but what, what would be a fun way to break the news that What's, you found out? And how can we involve cats? Yeah. <laughs> So like you, so you fill in her apartment this, with let's cats. Make this podcast unlistenable yeah. to anyone who's not weird. And so you're cats. a cat lady now. Yeah. So you write, I know what you did last summer on your cat's fur, and then you trot Bruce out there, and he's got a little message on his back, and it's cute. Then Bowie hops in. He doesn't know what he's doing. I think you have to. Yeah, you have to confront. It's got to be sort of a harmless goof if you're gonna goof. (laughs) What's a harmless goof? I don't know. What's a? I guess you could like do something where you you know you want to like 
if you want to get dramatic, you can catch them in the act, and that'd be kind of that fun. That would be so devastating to see, though. Yeah, but I mean, not like get, catch them fucking, but like catch them out to dinner or something. Oh, yeah, I would like to do that. I would be like, up. so what's going on? Because you don't want to, uh, like having a serious conversation and ending it is almost letting them off the hook. But Like know, putting them said. in a weird situation but, uh, would be good karmic I, payback. I like imagining that he goes in up to them at a bar, like he, he's keeping track of their dates. He's like... What's going on here? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm cheating on you with this guy because he's hot and you're ugly. You're just like, right, well, caught you red-handed. Yeah, you got to just uh, hope that. Well, uh, I got you a cat. You got you to gotta hope you catch him flat-footed. <laughs> Otherwise, you might just get owned. Right. What if they're ready? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, don't you understand why I would cheat on this guy with it you? I mean, depends. you're a psychopath that just showed up at this bar. If this guy is 30... He could definitely catch his girlfriend flat-footed at a bar and just be like, what's going on here? And get to have this kind of uh, moment where he's on his high horse. If he's 16, the girl's just going to be like, no, I just fucked your friend. He's cool. Yeah, Yeah. it really depends on the age. All right, all right. Easy does it. Yeah, so let's give some age ranges here. I'd say um, 16 to... 25. 25. You got to just end it. Over text. <laughs> Over text. Uh, you are a 75-year-old guy that's been married for 50 years. Wasn't you got to like... just stick it out at that point. <laughs> Wasn't there like a famous like either college humor picture or video about like I caught my girlfriend cheating on oh, yeah. me and then he like did something it was to a UN... publicly it was a shame thing her? At, it was the thing at UNC. It was like... <laughs> I found out my girlfriend's cheating on me. I'm going to break up with her oh, in public like at the quad or whatever it is. Like, there's <laughs> that. It's, it's not the quad, but there's like something in the center of the UNC campus. Yeah. So it was Some like public this, shaming. It was this huge event yeah. where like he was going to confront his girlfriend and like a th- like thousands of people had yeah. RSVP'd and she didn't know. <laughs> she didn't show or she no, didn't know. She did. I think it turned out that it was fake. Oh, really? Oh. I think so. I don't really remember. See, something like that. Because you never get the public. Far, then you make. Then you're the bad guy. Are totally. you though? But yes, I, I don't you think are. It's, I don't think it's worse than cheating. So I think you're kind to of to publicly absolved. shame somebody. Yeah, I don't for think doing that's something worse. that everyone fucking does. No, because you could say I, you can't be mad at me. I'm the victim of a cheating, so no, you can you, get away with this public shaming. Uh, yeah, right. Once you've orchestrated like <laughs> a, a a monstrous uh, worst moment of someone's <laughs> life, you're a, you're a bad guy. But they can, what they're gonna pity her now. The I mean, cheater? <laughs> I say you put people in a moral this dilemma. Is, this is what happens like during superhero movies when like the bad guy like Spider-Man gets bit by a radioactive spider and he uses his power for good. Yeah. But then like the Green Goblin gets Yeah, fucking, you don't want to green like, goblin it, man. You, I want to be you the have Joker. the power now. And <laughs> you then have you, the power to be the bigger person. And then yeah, like the Green Goblin, uh what is he what happens to the fucking Green Goblin? I don't know. He's what a bad I, guy. He's flying yeah. around, he's doing bad shit. Right. I'm saying like, you have the power, don't well, just waste like, it. <laughs> He's not using the power. You have the upper hand. You have a trump card, and you're just going to give this it away. This could be this man's super villain yeah. uh, story. Yeah, the cheatster. Yeah. I, I obviously, like, I've never cheated on anyone. I do not advocate cheating, but I, I but wouldn't advocate like a public shaming. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because you want to... This, this guy wants to... You, you want to have your little victory. You want to have your high horse here. Don't... Don't blow it up. Don't blow it up by being a dick. <laughs> right. Don't make it about you, man. <laughs> but but to me, the public shaming is your victory. It's a parade of sorts. No, we can't, let's can, find a happy why medium. Would, like, what's, just... what's good about a parade of being like, I, <laughs> I was wronged. <laughs> I was hurt by somebody. <laughs> Cheer for me. So yeah. a happy Sounds medium good. Yeah, is just to show up at the bar. have Get your dramatic scene, okay? Find out where the date is. Show up, act like you had no idea. You're just going to get 
a cherry Coke by yourself. <laughs> yeah. See the, the love of your life's out with this other person. How could you do this to me? Get your dramatic monologue out there. Rehearse it. Get everything you want to say in there. Make sure it's not too inflammatory. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You don't Practice. want to say anything or problematic. What about, okay. What about using it as a get out of cheat free card? Then you you can cheat. If there was someone in your life that you wanted to cheat with, you can do it. But they're just yeah. going to break up, right? right? Also break up. He should break up. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what, I mean, break up want. for sure. Because then if you could cheat on somebody, you'll just get to hook up with, you'll be single and you yeah, can you hook can up with single. whoever you want. So yeah, that's, that's fine. That's less exciting too. That's I really want a public shame. <laughs> what about Probably. a private shame? Uh, you invite that's, 12 friends over. That's like, uh, like sort of like interv- an intervention. Cheating, yeah. cheating intervention. <laughs> so we're here to talk to you about how you cheated on me. And I will say we don't it, want you to do that anymore. It would be pretty funny to hold a surprise party. <laughs> For us, like a, I'm breaking up with you surprise party. Yeah. I think a- <laughs> if it wasn't on social media, just a tasteful <laughs> breaking up surprise party. You there's don't want cake. somebody to get cyber bullied. Yeah, there's a pinata. Like, again, I'm also... I'm. I it, it depends on how old this person is because I'm assuming that they're probably younger than us. They're probably in like their early 20s or something. And so I'm always hesitant to just be like, destroy this person's life for yeah. cheating on you. Meanwhile, they're like college kids and everybody's hooking up with everybody. I, I yeah, what if you deserve is, the is cheating? Like, cheating is just a little too common to make a ton of hay out of it, I think. I mean, I don't <laughs> think you should stay in a relationship when you're cheating. Yeah. It's a very like devastating, hurtful, personal thing that happens. But if you turn it into a fucking parade in a party every time, you might have to have more than one cheating party. There's it's not, not going like, to be... We don't need ticker tape, but I would like some sort of marching band, at the very <laughs> least a song and dance. Or what's it called? A flash mob? Yeah, yeah. I, just, yeah. Right. I just don't think you want to set the precedent because then every time you get cheated on, you have to up the ante. <laughs> yeah. People might what start time... dating you to be to see the flash <laughs> yeah. to see what you're gonna do next. This is the romantic. This one's gonna writing. be a foreign trip yeah. for the cheating. Amir, this will be like prank war. Yeah, it'll be like when cheating. you gonna get broken up with again, man? <laughs> I want to somebody gonna you... cheat on you. How dude? do you one up them? How do you do it again, man? Uh, all right, those are your options. I don't know what to tell you. Just tasteful surprise dinner party. Yeah, breakup. Very nice. An no affair. phones. Yeah. <laughs> six close friends. Can we just live in the moment? And your significant other. Let yeah. them. Sh- they're bringing the guy home. They think you're out of town. Red wine. You've got a nice dinner out with yeah. some friends. Would you want a trap? Would you want to catch? Or would you want to just have a private moment? I'd much rather just have a private moment. <laughs> right. Because it is ultimately shameful of you. Oh, you know what I think would be cool if you want to be dramatic? Because the, re- the relationship does, should end. Uh huh. Pack up and leave. That's oh, kind of cool. I like that. The person, like, that's assuming I think they that live that person, together. I, yeah. But, like, even if the, you don't live together, all your stuff would be gone from their house if you have a key or something. You yeah. don't respond, I just, maybe. I just, yeah, like, I think that the person who is hurting you in that way does kind of deserve, like, that, like, you know, sinking feeling in the pit of your, their stomach. You yeah. want to give them that? Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing that'll do that, like, just... A flash sh- Like, not a flash oh, mob, but you show up and all mob. your all somebody's shit's... Like, something is like, oh, no, something yeah. is wrong. Yeah. And, and then that, they can't contact you. Because if you're dramatic, then it seems like you care too much. Yeah. You know what good. I mean? I remember someone broke up with me in middle school, and my response to it was just like, cool, yeah. And <laughs> I felt so... It was such, like... A power. Oh, shift? you acted like you didn't care. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, no, yeah, really. I was devastated. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, yeah, gutted. All right, gutted, right? But um, yeah, I feel like that's a cool thing to do, too. especially if they've been dating for a while. And if he's just like, 
yeah, you know, uh, you're cheating on me. That's okay. I was kind of, I was half in, half out anyway. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting out of here. <laughs> the <laughs> cheating thing sort of seals the deal. After having moved out. That's your petty moment. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they get back like, hey, come on, look, we need to talk about this. No, no, we're good. Yeah. You're totally right. I am going to move out. Because so, it is. Deuces. It, it, the more dramatic you are, the more you care. Because you like you meet people who like really hate their exes so much, and you're like, oh, you love them. <laughs> yeah. You love them. Because hate and love is the same. It's just maximum emotion. Yeah. You're <clears throat> you're thinking about them it's too like much. It's like that Don Draper. It's like, you know what? I don't think about you at all. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. Don Draper. <laughs> Draper them. <laughs> Draper. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Thanks some sponsors, and then we'll be back with Murph after this. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement. Really, oh, it's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a day freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed to when <laughs> I was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah, like damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes, 
And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah, most of it yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we're back. You mentioned it briefly earlier, but Hot Date, the show that you're working on. Yes. The show that's consumed your life. It Yes, we're working like crazy on it. Uh comes out <laughs> Wednesday, November 8th. Wow, that's soon. Yes. 8 Damn. p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Wednesday. Wednesday. On Pop. What are, on you, pop. what are you looking pop for? TV. What are you most excited and nervous about? Is it reviews? Is it ratings? Is it oh, boy. Uh, friends, what your friends family? and family will think? Yeah, it's this... I don't. I mean, all of it. You, I as soon as you guys said that, I feel yeah, like you my shrunk. I saw you start <laughs> to pet yeah, an imaginary like, cat. Yeah, yeah as, as we were talking about like cats and just hanging out and everything on Super Pump, and then you're like reviews, rating, everything. Um, honestly, I haven't. We're still in post, so we still need to like finish delivering the episodes. So the idea that the show is coming out is yeah, it'll be on the air as you're editing. as I'm still working. So it's crazy. Um, but I don't know. The episodes look great. Like I'm just pumped for people to get to see it and everything. And, and then what's the plan? Is it ten episodes aired it's a ten, ten weeks in a row? Season. I think it's probably going to be ten in a row. I, I I think there was some talk of doing two episodes premiere night, but I haven't heard anything about that since. So it'll probably just be one episode premiere night. I don't know if they're going to take any time for the holidays, but it'll probably just be ten weeks. Cool. And yeah. What's your, like? Is this your favorite thing that you've ever done? Yeah. It's it's certainly. I mean, more than the videos we made together. <laughs> Oh, dude. I mean, double date. Your <laughs> web series. Then hot. Then hot date. Yeah, that was certainly more fun. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was certainly less such effort. A fun that was really fun. That was a real fun uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, I worked on those. That um, was the prequel to Hot Date. Yeah, I mean, it totally kind of was. I mean, that that's the cool thing about getting to work on Hot Date is that we've done kind of these other like TV projects and worked on like pilots and things like that. But this is the first time that we feel like we really got to use like our college humor skills and just pull them into tv like literally it's emily and i playing ourselves like we do in college humor videos that takes us into us playing other characters like we do in college humor videos it's just us finally getting to do like the 22 minute version of that yeah that's yeah. Awesome. really cool um, i see that and it's just like it's half sketch half narrative so it's your you and emily playing tons of different people yeah so it's it's we end up playing ourselves and then usually like two or three other characters each per episode and there's like you know the a story will follow us and then it'll be a b or a c story that uh some other couple we follow them throughout the night it's almost like portlandia it sounds like a little bit it feels way different than portlandia just because it feels way funnier um because (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's just it's um i i think our we're so like loud and raunchy and low class that that is just the polar opposite of portlandia like portlandia is very funny in a different way and we think we're funny in a different way and you know yeah makes sense i think it feels pretty different so in a perfect world these come out and then you make 10 more could you make 10 more or is this like this is everything we got it was i it's funny like 
while we were writing it and shooting it, I was going crazy and I was like, I don't know how we're going to pull this off. And then as soon as we finish, like any, you guys know, like anything else, you probably like, once you finish Jake and Amir, now you have like a billion Jake and Amir. Ideas, <laughs> right, but yeah. while you were writing it, you were like, I don't know how we're going to put it together this it's week. Every, yeah, every, yeah. But now we have, you know, a bunch of episode ideas. Like we could definitely come up with more stuff. That'd be great. Yeah. Would you be down? For sure. Just to go straight into it? Or do you need a break? I need a month off, for sure. Just you said it was like Bowie. shooting was three months straight. Then you've been basically editing for like three months straight. Yeah, and we were writing before that. So it's been, yeah, it's been like seven months of... Have we, you worked, now that you we're still, in, Wait, do you still do host a podcast? Yeah, well, we took we took a little uh, we took a little <laughs> hiatus. hiatus there over the summer, but yes, Eight Bit Book Club, it's, it's our back. Gum podcast. Hell it's, yeah, yeah, we read uh, video game books. Yeah, how do you have time to read anything? It's let alone talk about hard. it. <laughs> it's the last, um, the like last few episodes of the podcast before we took our hiatus. It ended up being like less and less us actually reading books. And more just talking about video games. We're just talking about video games and stuff. So we're like, all right, when we come back, we'll have to actually start reading books again. Do you have time to like unwind, do anything else, like have a hobby? Like, have you done anything? I'm super into D&D. Super into it. It's really? like all I do is work and play Dungeons and Dragons. And that is my retreat. Wait, Wait when did that is, start? It's the card game, right? No, or, is it, or is it a video no, game? No, it's like it's the role talk game. D&D. Huh? Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. You know? I don't, I really don't. You don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is? Wait, it's, it's not a card game? <clears throat> You, like, love Aragorn. You're, like, I all into Tolkien Aragorn. shit. Yeah, I do. You would love this. You would lose your shit, dude. I know. I, that's why. partly why I don't... You would love it. Can I come and do one? You, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I play with... Um, I play in one group um, with um, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Um, he's at College Humor now. Um, Siobhan, uh, Zach Oyama, uh, John Wolfe, uh, Travis Helwig... And Emily. People do characters and stuff? Yeah, we do. I'm a dwarf paladin in, in that campaign. And then I'm a DM uh, for another campaign that I play with like my New Jersey friends. But you do Skype. like roll dice for certain things, right? Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. rolling dice and, and there are cards. Are there not cards involved? Um, I mean, you can have spell cards if you want them, but you don't need them. They're like in the book. Oh, I see. So the way the reason D and D is cool is because it's so open. <laughs> the reason D and D is cool. The reason D and D is super cool <laughs> is that you can kind of do anything. So unlike if you were playing like a a you know, a board game or an RPG or something, it's kind of on the rails a little bit. Yeah. But D and D would be like Amir and Jake. Like you're you're a ranger and you're a bard. Uh, or Damn you, right you, I'm you a guys ranger. would pick you guys would pick your own character. I pick ranger. Right? So you make a you make a ranger. Um, I would be the DM. I, you guys uh, have met in this tavern when suddenly this like mysterious man walks in and takes a seat up at the bar. You could talk to that guy if you want to. You could just throw a knife and try to kill him. You can you can do whatever you want. And it's my job as a DM to kind of improvise and go with you. So it's like and a have, choose your own adventure. Yeah, and have and things prepared. Are you prepared? Is it prepared or are you improvising? It's both. So like... No- so what if I was like, I'm not going to throw a knife at him, but I'm going to go up and like <laughs> slap him across the face. And, and then, what if I'm like not paying attention? I'm like watching something on my phone and I'm like, I have to go take a shit. That would be rude. Yeah. That would right. just be, you would just be being a rude of person. Course, yeah, which would have nothing would to do with do the that. game. Yeah. It would just be you being okay. rude. Yeah. I think I could play. Yeah. <laughs> but if you slap, it would depend on who the, so if it was like. Oh, like you a, know who the guy is. I know who the guy is. So I know how he would respond. So if that is like a demon dude who was coming in and you were supposed to just kind of like approach him carefully or whatever, he might like punch you into the wall and do a bunch of damage to you. But what does damage mean? Like, do you have life points? You have HP. Yeah. So you can die? You can totally. And you can die, and your character is dead forever. But D&D <clears throat> campaigns can go on for, like, I'm, both the campaigns I'm playing in are over a year long. And so no, has anybody story. died? 
Um, one character died in the campaign that I'm DMing. And did they did they come back as something else? They just started a new character. Yeah. Oh, but it's it. like you're emotionally invested. It'd be like if you when you die, are you actually saddened? For sure, you would be saddened. Yeah. As sad as when your your favorite sports team loses. I would say probably sadder. Sadder Unless it was than like well. If your team loses the Super Bowl, would if you If your be team loses the Super Bowl, I think that's it would how sad you would like be that. if your character died. Well, it kind of depends on if it would be in like a cool way or not. Like right. my dwarf paladin, right? If he <laughs> if he was like holding off some people, telling the other guys to run Gandalf style, fighting the Balrog. Yeah. That would be a cool way to die, and I'd be saddened, but I would be satisfied. If my dude just like falls <laughs> off on a, a cliff and fucking dies. I'll be upset. Wait, what's, but, but what's to stop your your DM, DM from, from doing just that. being like, "Oh, there was a landslide and your paladin's dead." <laughs> well, they dead. could, but it's not. But that's the game is not like me versus you. Right. It's it's a storytelling. It's a storytelling thing. So it's cooperative. So the so job when of, would he ever like fall off a cliff or die accidentally? So that would be the job of the DM is sort of to like deal out consequences so that the world is cool. So if I'm like, I'm going to try to climb down this mountain and he'll be like, okay, it's very craggy. Okay, well, I'm going to start going down. Well, tell me how you do this. Do you like put ropes in and you have mining equipment and you go down? No, I'm just going to start kind of running down it. And then you're just like, okay, roll dice and you roll and it's like, you've got plus two to dexterity. That means you roll your D20 and let's say I roll a three. That means I got a five and he had in his head, he needed to beat a 15. I fall off the fucking cliff and I'm dead. And then are you like, wait, wait, never mind. Come on, let me get my shit back. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, he too- is dead. Yes, pretty much. You Well, it depends on... Do you ever negotiate? People definitely try to negotiate with a DM all the time. <laughs> like, come on. I try I, not I to. Up. Yeah. It's more of like a, if you DM, you do it less maybe. Although there's some people who then once you read all the books, you know the stats of all the monsters. Do you DM and one of your groups? Like, yeah, I, I DM one of them, yeah. Which one? The one with my friends from New Jersey that I, I like Skype with them. Emily uh, and I play with them. Wait, you do it You do it over Skype? Yeah. So when you were not in the Chicago, other one, you... the other one's in person. The other one's in person. Do you guys get drunk? Yeah, sometimes. What about in cool. Chicago? You, you couldn't do it. I uh, did not do it while I was in Chicago. I had to take a few months off. It was wow. a bummer. You're oh, wait, no, I did. I played on Skype. I did play. <laughs> I kept playing. Your dwarf I, was in a coma. Yeah, my dwarf was in a coma. I didn't get to play my dwarf, but I was the one I DM'd. I, we kept playing. Wow. Yeah. On Skype. Would you ever do that? I would sit in on one, if I, but I mean, like, it sounds like it's kind of an intimate, I don't No, you should, it. we should just play. You would love it. All right. You fucking love it, man. And then. <laughs> Cats and D&D, guys. Have, who, I, that's I mean, what it's all about. Who owns it? Like, who made this book? Who's making money off D&D? So D&D started with Gary Gygax and some, I forget the other dude's name, but some like war gamers back in like the 1970s and then it um, it got super popular and then there was all that weird pushback of like people thought uh, it was cultish and like satanic worshipping and stuff and it kind of died out a little bit but recently Wizards of the Coasts, the people who um, do Magic the Gathering and stuff, they bought it and they did, um, I don't know if they did 4th edition also but they did 5th edition and 5th edition has been super popular. Interesting. Also... Because it's simpler now and because of podcasts and, like, a lot of people, like, play it live. Right. I guess I thought D&D was Magic the Gathering because that one's all card-related, yeah. right? That's okay. a card game. Cool. Idiot. Sorry, sorry about you. I'm really sorry about that. I, I want to play. I uh, Great. I hope um, everyone enjoyed listening on this comedy podcast as I passionately try <laughs> to sell you on D&D. I am, I am curious about it. The problem is I don't like – I don't even like the movies, so I don't think I'd be a good one. But you would, but it's, you would it's just like, have fun. You could just do whatever you want. Right. You could, you could, just, you could just be a goof, man. I guess I could be a jester. Yeah. 
The it risk is that you would want to you would want to like fuck with stuff. You like you. That's yeah, how I'd you want get a troll. Joy. Can I be a troll? It depends, you know. <clears throat> or is it all positive and helpful? It. There are ways. It's it's actually it's way funnier when you're like trying to win because it's always funnier to like try to climb down a mountain and roll a one and fall off the mountain than it is when somebody's like. I'm doing doing, and I'm a naked troll. Like it's not funny. You know? Are people are people being funny during it? Is it oh, funny? Are you it's laughing? So, it's some of the hardest I've ever laughed in my life has been during D and D games. That's really? why. I, that's another reason that I want to play. I yeah. do know. I understand that it would be amazing. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> There's one. <laughs> there, here's here's one time when I had to like calm everyone down and. My player started a bar fight against these really strong dudes. They were supposed to... Well, I mean, you're not supposed to do anything. Whatever. Uh, it was, like, sort of like a Han Solo situation where you're supposed to, like, go to the bar and, like, hire this, like, renegade guy. And he was, like, a strong dude. They instead got into a bar fight with him because he was gruff. And he knocked them all out and stole all their stuff. <laughs> and everyone woke up and everyone was so pissed. And Emily was like, I killed myself. My character kills herself. <laughs> Why? And I was like, don't... don't do you really, you want to kill yourself? She's like, oh, I guess not. <laughs> so you can say I kill myself at any point? I guess if you really wanted to like <laughs> commit suicide, you could commit suicide. <laughs> I kill myself. You My dwarf do- absolutely hangs himself <laughs> by his <laughs> asshole. <laughs> your, dwarf, your dwarf could hang himself. We should, and the DM would have to allow that. That's certainly a podcast, right? It's just a D&D game. They already exist, yeah, right? that's uh, Adventure Zone. Um, that's the McElroy brothers. And then um, just Critical Role, they do uh, like a really great like Twitch stream and stuff. All right, so it's too late for us to monetize it. So I guess Amir's out. I'm a hard, hard pass then. <laughs> uh, all right, we got to answer another question. Otherwise, I'm not doing my job. Mm-hmm. Sure. As an elf. Uh, this is... As an elf troll. Uh, <laughs> this is from a lady. One... Question from a lady. Uh, um, you got a fake name for her? Yeah. TV Pipes. I like nice. that. <laughs> very, very. Read in the room. Very right. to your right. Uh, for the past three years, writes TV Pipes, um, of my life, I've been living an enormous lie. I'm not proud of it, but it's gotten bad, and I don't know who else to turn to. Three years ago, I moved to a new province wherein I didn't have any friends. <laughs> province. I wanted to desperately to have anyone befriend me. So in order to seem cooler, hipper, and more approachable, I told people I wore glasses. Sorry, my mom wouldn't lo- let me buy fake glasses, so I told people I wore contacts. And for three years, I've been living this huge lie. And it didn't matter because no one around was, qu- no one was around to question me about it. But this year, I have a few close friends, and I just don't know how to say, hey, I don't actually wear contacts. Do I even tell them that I've been lying for the, to them for years? I'm getting close with them and just, I've dug myself into a hole and I feel like I'm never going to get out of it. I want to tell them, but how? First off, holy shit, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, well. She, um, I think I'd be able to forgive somebody eventually. So you just have to get this out. You got to get out ahead of it. You know, I will I'm, say I'm pissed that you're that somebody said they wore contacts. Can you didn't. imagine? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Sure. If the you affront. found out, I like if you this found out cool. I wore contacts, I would be a little con- confused. You'd have to do the flash mob, <laughs> yeah. the gaming flash mob. <laughs> I invite a bunch of people on Facebook a, to wear glasses. I think there's there's two ways out, <laughs> two easy ways out. Yeah. 
One, you lie one more time and say you got LASIK. Perfect. You'll never, ever have to yep. worry again. But you got to give yourself a week off or something. It takes a little while. This is the other thing that I think you might be able to do is never, ever mention it. Yeah, no one. And no one will ever care. Don't you wear contacts? You don't think no one will ever say that? Like, don't you wear contacts? No. You said you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> is this person just like hanging out at Sterling Optical that they're... <laughs> Like meeting people who are impressed by the fact that they wear a contact. Yeah, what is so cool about not like? I thought it'd be cool if I had glasses, which is not cool. Then I thought it'd be cool if I wore contacts, which I think is even less cool. It's just you just have eyes. What are you? There's yeah. There's all... two explanations here. Either they're. Her friends don't actually care because that would be an insane yeah. thing to think someone was cool for. Or two. TV, we're only your friend friends because you weird. wear contacts. Yeah. We're the contact sisters. Do you know your, which one of your friends wear contacts? I think I would know. F- <clears throat> I guess if pressed on it, I could maybe figure it out. Like, Jake, you don't wear contacts, right? No. I Yeah. I, uh, you <laughs> clearly wear glasses, Amir. I think I feel right, like I, I could have answered one. that if I wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't in the room with what about any? What about Ricky Van Veen? Ricky. Oh, man. Would you go contacts or no? Uh, no, no contacts. Yeah, I'll say no contacts. What about Streeter? Um, Streeter well, wears contacts. Wow. You know what? I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say Ricky, contacts, you're no contacts. How about Sarah? So, wow. Ooh, Sarah does because she has glasses. Yep. I think, yeah, I think I've seen her She does. Pat? Glasses. Pat, no contacts, right? I don't know. I, don't, I think Pat's I perfect think so. vision. No contacts. David Young? Definitely contacts. Contacts. I've seen him wear glasses. Yeah. Right? right. It's all about I, I who you've seen. It's all about who you've seen. Who you've seen very tired wearing Streeter, glasses. Streeter, you always see wearing glasses. Oh, that's true. It's like when I'm tired, I wear glasses. Like Dan has glasses. Dan and has tired glasses. <laughs> Jeff, I don't think has ever worn contacts. No. I'll yeah. say that for a fact. Have you ever worn contacts? I, I wear them. Here's the thing is I have good enough vision that... If I'm not wearing contacts, I can still like I'm I'm nearsighted, so I can still see everything around me. I s- still see my computer. I, the world is not blurry to me. It just looks better, and I can read far away when I have glasses on. So I don't really need contacts because if I'm ever like, oh, I need to shoot a scene or something where I don't have glasses on, I just take my glasses off. Yeah. Oh, you're not near. You're you're the kind where near stuff is blurry. No, I'm no, the other way. nearsighted means I can see near. Yeah, you can see near. I can, yes. But you cannot see far. I can't see near. <laughs> Well, you can. I can't. See. <laughs> I can't see. see. I, I can't, can't see. see near, but I can see <laughs> can't. far away. Yeah, can't. I could see can't. I can't. You know, Jake needs glasses. I have you... glasses. I just don't wear the glasses. <clears throat> I have what you have. I'm near. I'm near, also nearsighted. So you're like taking that twelve-year-old jock mentality into <laughs> no, your adulthood. It's not that. I like. I can't get. You actually, used. are you not invited to D and D? No, I. I don't be, join my campaign. I want to wear my glasses all the time, but uh-huh. I feel uncomfortable with with how clear I can see. It makes me nervous. <laughs> it did take me. It. It took me a long because I got my glasses in sixth grade, but again, it was just like I needed them to read the board. But my right. normal life, everything felt fine. That's so what, I would literally have them out in front of me. Put them on when I was had to read something on the board, and then would take them off and wouldn't wear them in the halls or anything like that. Do you that. know your right. prescription is? Uh, I don't. I don't know it off the top of my it's head. Light. See, I, yeah. I, I, I. The reason I could use glasses is like sometimes when I walk into a bar or any like long room, I have no idea who is there. 
Like if I'm meeting watch somebody, out for those long rooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like hallways are the worst. Or like a menu, you can't read the menu. Yeah, no chance. But like that's always been fine. But and like the reason I don't wear the glasses is because when I'm talking to somebody face to face, I can see things so clearly that it makes me feel right. like I'm invading their privacy. Oh, interesting. So you're just like a maniac. Yeah, I'm insane. <laughs> so that's why I don't wear glasses. Uh, so you can tell this person LASIK or continue the lie or don't bring it up. No one will ever bring it up. I, I think, think no one will bring it up. I think don't – I this is – I normally I would say just have an honest conversation. But this is one situation that is so – Minor and who cares? And you will seem insane yeah. for saying you lied about this. Hey, we have to sit down and I have to tell you something. Yes. And you, have to... you got LASIK. <laughs> and you say that after they ask you if you're wearing contacts and they're not going to ask you that. Yeah. So just keep that one in your back pocket. Right. LASIK <laughs> is the lie. Wait until they you confront even, you. You'll yeah. never don't need it. Don't bring it up. You'll never That's need it. That's not you. You do yep. not initiate that. But when they say, wait, I thought you wore contacts. Like, oh, no, I got LASIK. Bullet in the chamber. Boom. Right, <laughs> Wikipedia LASIK eye surgery though. Just in case, in case they there's ask. any follow up questions. How oh, was it? I was thinking about Fine. doing that. Is that safe? Do yes, you... it's yep. safe. Absolutely. Where did you go? I wanted. I want to go to the same doctor. Yeah, the look east up which side. doctor you went to. Yeah. yeah, you need this to be airtight. Okay. No, you say if they, if they start asking questions, be like, oh, I don't know. I'll I'll find out. I'll find out. Let me let yeah. me. I'll, I'll One night on Wikipedia. Keep it in your back pocket. <laughs> That's what I say. Live forever. That's what I say. Uh, all right. Thanks, Murph. Thanks for coming by. Oh, yeah. We appreciate you coming by every hundred or so episodes. Or Maybe so we'll hundred. actually see you in the next two perfect, years. Perfect hundred. Nice even. <laughs> Definitely or so. Nice even. Happy to be back for 400. Let's hang out in less than a hundred weeks from now. Yeah, let's yeah, do that's, it. Yeah, that's the goal. Uh, the opening theme song was written by Jacob Legrand. This closing one is written by a UK musician who's in some sort of contest Ice. wherein he can win if you go to... Facebook.com slash Finn Henderson Music, he says. Uh, he, he, a top 100 of a music competition, and if you vote for him. So go to Facebook.com slash Finn Henderson Music. If you like this theme song, you can you can vote for him, and then he can win a lot of money. And if you win that money, make sure to give me half of it, Finn. <laughs> Very nice. And make sure to watch Hot Date, which premieres... Well, one second, I'm not done. Actually make it 60% of the prize pool. This is insane. For another mention. That's <laughs> Let's talk Finn. about... Facebook.com. He's getting more of a plug than I am. Let's go 75%. Finn Henderson. That justice. My wallet's on the line. Yes, hot date when? Hot date. Pop TV. November 8th, 8 o'clock. 8 at 8. November 8 at 8. November 8 at 8. I love that. Awesome. I look forward to watching that show. Thanks for coming by, Murph. We'll be back next week with episode 300. Jake and Amir are here and they I've got your back Even though the cheeky coy boys Didn't play my last track So if I were you Show where you can get some advice And if you're being kind of a douche Don't expect them to be nice That was a HeadGum Podcast Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody 
who the fucking hosts are. Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.